Hello everyone and welcome to my life. My name is Julia and I am the host of this podcast. Um, For today's episode, we're going to be talking about my struggles with religion and my beliefs. Um, Oh my god, my cat just bit my ankle. (laughs) Anyway, so whenever I had my... Okay, let's go back to the very beginning. When I was born, I was born into or from a very, very Christian mom. I was going to say my a very Christian family, but not really because not everyone in my family is Christian, but the ones that are, some of them are like diehard, like my mother. Um, and so I, hold on, whatever. Okay, so I was, in the beginning, I was just, you know, going to church and doing going to church going to sunday school just literally just doing everything christian because my mom would do it and so i did too my mom would go to church every sunday so i would go too my mom wanted me to go to sunday school so i did and it's not that i didn't enjoy it because i did i did enjoy sunday school and everything um and i did enjoy going to church but then when my mom moved to america because as you know, or if you're new here, I wasn't born in America. I was born in Cape Verde, a small country made up of 10 islands on the west coast of Africa. My mom moved here when I was eight. And then um, she brought me here when I was 11. So for when she moved here, I went to go live with my aunt. My aunt isn't religious at all. She literally only goes to church when there's a funeral. Um, And so... I moved with my aunt and in the beginning like because I was so used to going to church on Sundays going to Sunday school and everything like that I still did it but I'd go by myself like there was nobody telling me go do this or you should go to church you should like let's go to church together no it was just me and so I was going to church by myself and then going to Sunday school by myself and I still enjoyed it but then I slowly just stopped like I just stopped because no one was telling me to go and my willpower was gone like my willpower and my desire I guess to go was gone um and so I stopped and I remember for a long time in my life like I used to pray every night and there's this prayer I don't know what it's called in English but it's like dear father who art who art in heaven or who are in heaven some shit like that i don't know so it was that it was i used to pray and say that every night and it got to a point where i wasn't praying for so long that i literally forgot the words like i had it memorized i could tell you in my sleep with my eyes closed literally like front to back all of it but then i forgot i forgot it and so it I remember specifically vividly to one day I got up and there was this little book and it had like prayers on it and then I went back and I memorized the prayer again but then okay so that's the backstory and then when I had my I've always like after that like after memorizing the prayer again I've been praying every night but then after I moved here and I think I think in high school maybe I started making up my own prayer like um because here's the difference 
in Cape Verde, at least my experience, um, prayers were, you would, whenever you would pray, it's something, it's a prayer that's been existent for a long time and you're just reciting it. But in America, what I learned from the Christian friends that I made and the Christian people I was around, I guess, they make up their own prayer. Like, like they could be like, oh, thank you, God, for another day, blah, 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 whatever. But, and so, whenever I, I experienced that, I was like, oh, this is, this is kind of interesting. This, I, I like this. I like this because you kind of make it your own. Like, you make the relationship your own. The relationship with God is what I mean. But, um, I, again, so I moved here. Um, my mom would still go to church. And then I would go with her from time to time, and then I just stopped going because I just didn't want to. Um, but whenever I did go to church and attended the service, I, I felt good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, but I just didn't like going. And so I made up my own prayer, and my prayer was just giving thanks for whatever happened in my day whatever was good in my day or whatever I was thankful for I would just name the things that I was thankful for and it was more like my prayer was I was speaking to God and I was thanking him for protecting me and my family I was asking him to keep protecting me and my family and my loved ones and my friends um I would like thank him for my day and list the things that I was grateful for and stuff like that um and I enjoyed that a lot because Whenever I would pray, which is the prayer that I had memorized, I would literally zone out because it was just so ingrained in me that I hadn't, like, I would just recite it without even, like, being mindful or being present. But when I would say my own prayer, I was fully present and aware, and I liked that. Um, So, fast forward to college. I, this was, like, junior year? sophomore year sophomore year i started babysitting um and the family i was babysitting for was very christian and so um like around their house like the kids would like talk about god and stuff and the kids were literal angels um and then i think end of sophomore year maybe junior year beginning of junior year i started babysitting another family on top of the original family and they were also very Christian, but I would also babysit them in their, like, they would gather and then to for, like, their prayer and their stuff, but the only the parents and then the kids, no one was there to watch the kids, so I would watch the kids. And so it was really nice, like, being around them and being just around that group because everyone was so nice. Everyone was so loving, and, and they treated me really nicely. Like, I remember um whenever it was my birthday they would like bake me a cake and sing me happy birthday and give me gifts and it I am so lucky because all of the families I've ever babysat for were amazing they welcomed me with open arms they allowed me to be part a part of their lives and their kids lives which I loved all the kids and it's kind of sad because now I'm gone and they're growing and I don't get to see it but that's okay, um, and so, yeah, like, even with them, like, they would always pray for me, too, and then even being around the kids, like, seeing how Christian kids are, 
because I was a Christian kid, but obviously I'm not going to remember everything. So it was just like seeing what they, how they are, how they act, the things they talk, talk, oh my God, (laughs) the things they talk about and yeah. And so from there, from them, I met this girl that also went to my school and she invited me to um, I, it was like a group where you would meet, you would read a chapter of the Bible for the week, and then you would meet on this one, on this day once a week and talk about it, and then we would pray together and everything, and I really enjoyed that. I really liked it. Um, and also, we would, I bought my own Bible, like a study Bible, and I would like do my devotionals every morning. I would have my own time with God, my own quiet time where I would read the Bible, take notes on anything, ask my questions, have my own time with God alone. And I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. And then, but this was very different because what I, I feel like the type of religion or the side of religion that I was exposed to as a kid was very, you have to do this because this is good and this is bad this is a sin this is not a sin heaven and hell like all that but then in my adult life at least with the people i interacted with and the people that kind of guided me through my religious journey they showed me that it was more of my relationship with god and god loves me regardless of what it is that i do it wasn't a you have to do this because this it wasn't a interpret it the way that humans interpret it but interpret it the way that you want to you know instead of interpreting it the way that other people do because it's your relationship it's your personal relationship so cater it to you and so um when i had my spiritual awakening oh also like after that whole period of me being like super good with my super good with my devotionals and everything i fell off um and then, but I was still praying every night, just not reading the Bible. Um, and then I had my spiritual awakening. And this short chapter of my life was so confusing to me because here I was discovering that the universe is so powerful, the universe is so powerful and crazy and there's so many layers to it and everything happens for a reason and there's a deeper meaning with everything and everyone's here for one specific purpose and everyone has the power to manifest the lives that they want the experiences that they want the people that they want anything you have the power to create your reality you were here for a reason you chose to be here at this specific time with with your specific family you chose to have these specific people come into your life to teach you a lesson to help you develop to help you in your path here on earth and <clears throat> i was like learning all of that and navigating all of that and i was like well then how does god fit into all of this because it's like if the universe is all that that's all powerful then what is god is there even a god like i was just so confused so just not even knowing what to believe in anymore because i went my whole life centering everything around god and god to me was a white man with a beard a white man that was god because even if you 
even if you look up like Jesus or anything, what do you see? A white man with long hair, a beard, and wearing like a, a long dress looking thing. I don't know what to call it. I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone. I really don't know what it's called. Um, but yeah, and so that was my idea of God. And that was all that I knew. So then for me to come into these new beliefs and these new experiences, it was like, well then, kind of losing my identity in a way because I was like, well then, how does my entire childhood, my entire life up until this point, what was it then? What was I believing in? What was I even doing? What was I? Like, I was just so confused. Everything was so confusing. I had no idea what to believe in. And even like at night when I would pray, I would pray as if I was speaking to God, but I was like, does God even exist? Like, I was just so, 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 so confused. And I remember I went to a Reiki session um, with this lady and not the lady that I mentioned like a couple episodes ago. Like this was my first Reiki session after awakening. So my second Reiki session total ever. Um, Not total, ever. And so I was talking to her about my spiritual awakening and crystals and God and everything. And she told me, she said, Yes, it's great to read books about everything, but also focus on what it is that you feel, what it is that your relationship with God is, how God feels to you. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Because I told her, I was like, I always believed in God, but now I I don't even know what I believe in anymore because now it's like the, I believe that the universe is powerful, but then how does the universe fit with God? And now... What I believe in is that everything is one. I feel like God is in all of us. And I don't believe that God is this white man with long hair and a beard. I don't believe that that's who he is. Or see, he. Why why do we think God is a man? Like... I feel like my problem with all of this is <clears throat> people <clears throat> people get the words of other people and they just interpret it in their own ways, whether that's right or wrong and whether that actually like taints the whole message. It's like, I feel like the Bible is a book, obviously. So you read that book and then you like if i read this book right the message that i would get from it would be different than the message that person b would get from it and so person b would go on believing that this is what god was talking about but person a me would go on and think no this is what god was thinking about so i feel like we don't always align and i feel like religion itself was created to divide people because if you think about it um I mean, I can only speak on Christianity because that's all I've been really exposed to. But we all, all religions believe in a higher power, right? But then why is one person saying my religion is the right one and yours is the wrong one when really we all believe in the same thing? We all believe in this higher power. I feel like religion was created to separate people among many other things like race and classes. I feel like... All of that was created to 
make sure people were never all united because whenever we all come together we are way way too powerful and cannot be controlled and so religion was created and many other things were also created to divide people to make them think that we're not the same when we really are there is no difference between me you and your neighbor we're literally all the same so i feel like at least for me i had to kind of forget everything that i learned up until this point or up until like the point that i'm talking about like in the past like when i was confused um i had to forget all of that and just ask myself okay so from this moment on what is god to you because i do believe in god i am no i i don't claim any religion i am not religious at all but i do believe in god i do believe there's a higher power and i do believe that i have a relationship with god i feel like god is in all of us i feel like god is in this image of telling people heaven or hell or sin and not sin but i feel like god is love god is this higher power this amazing loving feeling and power that's in all of us that surrounds all of us that hugs all of us and and cares for all of us. I feel that God doesn't necess- doesn't judge, <clears throat> doesn't judge, and doesn't shun you from or shun you whenever shun you was that a word? Shun you, cast you out, cast out. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like God doesn't like look at you differently if you do this one thing that's wrong because God loves you. There isn't one thing that you could that you could ever do to make him not love you. There's this book called Untethered Soul, my favorite book to date, um, by Michael A. Singer. Highly recommend you read it um, <clears throat> if you're ready for the message, because if you're not, it won't make sense to you. Anyway, in this book, he also talks. Michael A. Singer, the author, talks about how God is full of joy all the time god is joy god is sitting in a field of butterflies and sunflowers and rainbows and happy shit right and god is full of joy and love and he was like do you think that if you did this one thing that you consider bad that god is gonna be like oh my whole day is ruined now i hate this person this person isn't I'm not going to protect them anymore. I'm not going to love them anymore because they did this one thing. No, because God is so full of joy and love that one little bad thing that you do isn't going to change anything for him or it. See him again, because this belief, our whole lives, we've been told that God is a man. Anyway, um, yeah, like this one bad thing that you did isn't going to make God step out of his joyous state just because you did something that you consider bad or is considered bad god loves you all the time and god accepts you all the time regardless of what it is that you do and so i feel like even this idea of god um was created or like was interpreted not created interpreted in a way of making people afraid of 
doing certain things like i personally don't think anything was written in the bible to say that being gay is bad yet a lot of religious people say that being gay is a sin god teaches you to love so why would god tell you who to love and who not to love i don't know but i'm just saying i have my own relationship with god now i don't believe god is a man i don't believe god is a woman i just believe honestly i would be more inclined to believe that god is a woman than anything than believing god is a man because christianity says that god created everything who do you know that creates life woman they literally birth life out of their vaginas they literally create life they birth life so why would god be a man yes you can you can say that the the sperm like there wouldn't be life without sperm but then all the man is giving is sperm the woman has the uterus the womb that carries the child for nine months nurtures the child inside the woman has breasts that have milk that feed the child so you really think god is a man i don't know i don't i don't think god is a man or a woman um but i would be more inclined to believe that god is a woman anyway um (laughs) that's not the point of this whole thing but what i'm saying also is that i now i I have an eyelash stuck in my eye and it just hurts okay it's not gone but it's gone for now Uh, maybe i'll just close one eye i don't know but yes i feel now i feel that i don't pray the typical scripted prayers anymore i pray in my own way i speak to god and that's my prayer and i even like go my whole day just talking to god normally because I feel like God, the universe, your angels, your spirit guides, everything is connected. Everything is one. Everything is part of your cheerleading team. That's what I see God and the universe and your spirit guides and your angels as. Your your cheerleading team. They're always <coughs> they're always cheering you on. They're always motivating you. They're always looking out for you. They're always sending you lessons. They're always sending you everything that you ask for, that you pray for, that you manifest. And I feel like that's what it is. And I really want to get into reading the Bible to actually understand what it is that's there instead of believing and going with whatever interpretation other people have made of it. Because I feel like even from before when I would read the Bible, there were so many messages and lessons there that I would get. But if I go on to someone else explaining it to me, they explain it in a completely different way, in a judgy way. Not everyone. I'm not talking, not everyone does this, but I feel like a good amount of people make it seem like religion is kind of like a clique. Kind of like, you know, the cool people versus the cool and popular kids versus the not cool and popular or popular kids in school. If you're religious and you go to church and you do this and that and that and that and that then you're considered good and you are part of the popular kids but then if you don't 
Or if you don't completely do that, then you're not part of the popular group. And I feel like, at least in my experience and in what I have seen, not from everyone, but from a lot of groups and people, I feel like that's what religion does. Or not religion, period, because I don't know about all religions, but Christianity, because that's what I'm more familiar with. I feel like it just separates people instead of just bringing everyone together, which I feel like that's what God is. God is love and joy and just bringing people together, not really a judgy character, a judgy energy, a judgy feeling. I feel like God is energy. God is within all of us. God is love. God is joy. God isn't a man with a beard, you know? Um... Well, (laughs) that's all I have for you today. Um, I hope that if you are um, experiencing kind of a crisis, confusion, uh, anything um, that I've explained, or if you have felt or currently feel the way that I explained feeling before, I, my advice to you would be to forget everything you've ever learned, forget everything anyone has ever told you, and focus on what it is that you feel, what it is that feels right to you, what it is that feels right and resonates with your entire body, your entire being, instead of letting other people dictate your beliefs, construct your, construct your beliefs for yourself, kind of figure out what it is that you believe in instead of agreeing with what everyone else around you tells you. Because you know more about yourself than anyone else. So, believe in yourself. Trust in yourself. Trust that you can pick the right beliefs for you. And you can make the right decisions for you. Because you can. All the power is within you. Not around you. Within you. So, that is all I have for you today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for coming back yet again for another week. And guess what? I got this up on Sunday at 9 a.m. like I said I would. So I'm very proud of myself because I have actually been more disciplined. I have been sticking to the promises that I make to myself. So I have been very proud of myself for that. Um, So thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. And I will see you guys next week at 9 a.m. Okay. Let me turn this off. Okay. Bye. See you next Sunday. Turn off.